Good afternoon, brothers and sisters. This is your host, Debbie Harris with In Hot Pursuit, where we strive to bring you biblical truth and introspection and stir your heart to hunger after God. I have such a good worship song for you today as we kick off our new series, Amplify. So we're going to be talking a a lot about how to amplify Um, your prayer life, how to amplify your joy, how to amplify your cry. I'm not talking about just crying. I'm talking about your war cry. And man, so we got some good topics. We're going to talk about amplifying your giving. And I definitely um, am looking forward to that episode. And we do have a special guest that will be joining us for this series so you want to stay tuned in to In Hot Pursuit. Um, you're going to really be encouraged uh, through this series and strengthening your faith. And so let's go ahead and set the atmosphere. I have a new song that I just love. It's called When I Lock Eyes on You. And today we're going to be talking about amplifying your prayer life. All right. And so I just hope you guys are going to be blessed and I hope you guys stay tuned in to this series. Uh, As always, make sure you share your feedback. Make sure you share this with family and friends. And let's go ahead and set the atmosphere and prepare for our discussion today in regards to how to amplify your prayer life.
desire It's not you, it's not you Take it all away, take it all away Till all that's left is you Turn the searchlight down from heaven Search me, search me I'm open, I'm open Search me, search me Search me, search me Good afternoon, brothers and sisters. This is your host, Debbie Harris, with In Hot Pursuit, where we strive to bring you biblical truth and introspection and stir your heart to hunger after God. And so we are kicking off a new series entitled Amplify. And today I want to talk to you about amplifying your prayer life. And as I begin this new series, Um, Before I begin this new series, two weeks ago, I started praying twice a day. And when I tell you that it has helped me tremendously, um, first of all, stay centered and focused on God. But not only that, it really helps you to stay focused in alignment, to stay in alignment with God, right? And so... I just really, when you feel like your flesh is trying to rise up and take preeminence over the leadership of the Holy Spirit in your life, it's time to amplify your prayer life. And so I was just kind of in my feelings (laughs) and I just decided, you know, I need to spend more time in prayer. And I really began to Uh, access or do an assessment of the time I really spend in prayer, not just going through the motions, not just out of routine, but quality time I spend purposefully and intentionally lying prostrate at the feet of Jesus and really spending time in God's presence and communicating and pouring out the things that we often carry all throughout the day and the weeks and the months on our heart, right? Um, because prayer is really communication between us and the Father. And so the very fact that we have the privilege to be able to come boldly to his throne is a privilege and an honor that we should not take for granted. And so I really wanted to have this conversation and this discussion with you about the importance of amplifying your prayer life. And really what came to mind while I was in meditation or before I even kicked off this series was how Daniel prayed in a place of captivity and how he still maintained his prayer life when everyone else was compromising, when everyone else around him had Um, become subject to the captivity and the oppression that was around them. We find Daniel still understanding that the laws were not in his favor. 
but still having a heart to serve and follow after God, we see Daniel praying three times a day. My goodness. So it's no wonder that Daniel was able to stay in alignment with God and continue to hear God's voice, even in a place of captivity. And there are things in our life that come to distract us. There are things in our life that will come to dishearten us. There are things that will try to come into our life to discourage us, but it's it's imperative that we stay in alignment with God. And so Daniel is a good um, example to see because I believe because he stayed in the presence of God and he, he was a person that fervently prayed to God uh, on a continuous basis in spite of what was going on around him. He was able to stay in his alignment with God and therefore God was able to download things into Daniel's spirit that helped him in his time of captivity, right? So Daniel was able to interpret dreams. Daniel was able to use his wisdom and knowledge to the glory and honor of God because why? He spent intentional and purposeful time in the presence of God, not just a routine, not just something that we do and need to check off our list, but Daniel spent time praising and praying. My goodness. Do you hear me, guys? Oh, it's something that happens when we spend time in God's presence. It's not just about a give me uh, session. It's not just a give me session. It's really spending time coming into alignment with God's will and really um, praying Uh, in in regards to the things that are going on in your life and and around you and in the world. And so really praying, because when I pray a lot of times, when I can say that I really don't go to God for a lot, a lot of times for, for things. A lot of times I go to God because I'm I'm praying for my children. I'm praying for our nation. I'm praying for um, whatever God puts in my heart or whoever he puts in my heart. That's, that's where I pray. I pray for my leaders. I, I pray for the, the body of Christ. So I spend time mainly pouring out and really, and then I spend a lot of time really just praising him and just in thanksgiving to him in the time of prayer. And, but it's something about when we spend time with God, how it centers our focus and keeps us in alignment with God. And it causes us to really be sensitive to his spirit and really have an ear for his voice. So I want to encourage you today to amplify your prayer life. And matter of fact, as I was thinking about what to talk to you guys about, I kept thinking about how, for instance, I had a phone that seemed like somebody hijacked the phone. I thought it was hacked. And come to find out, I was not uploading doing the updates on the phone. And because I wasn't doing the updates on the phone, the phone began to act in disarray, right? It began to act out of order because it wasn't, I wasn't, I wasn't taking the time to update the phone. 
so at, so it can work at its maximum capacity. I want you to hear me on this. I wasn't updating the phone. And so when I would go to type in, it would type all cry, crazy things in. And I thought somebody had hacked in my phone. I thought, man, somebody has kind of got my into my phone and now it's acting crazy. And so I was ready to throw the phone, right? You know, it's one of those kind of things. Phone wasn't working properly the way I wanted it to. And I was getting frustration, was getting the best of me. And my husband looked at the phone and he said, let me try to fix it. And he began to research some things. And then what he did, because it wouldn't unlock, it wouldn't even let me unlock. It wouldn't let me type in my security code um, to access my apps, right? My applications. And I was just getting frustrated. And I said, it's just time for a new phone. When in actuality, I wasn't spending the time um, getting the updates I needed to really for the phone to perform at its maximum capacity. It needed to download the new information. It needed to update some things so that I, I needed to get these updates, right? So that my, my server would be updated with the most current information so it can function at its maximum capacity. I hope you hear me on this. And that's the same thing that when we don't spend enough time in God's presence, then we can't get the updates we need. And so sometimes we start acting out in disarray. Sometimes we think that faith is not working. Sometimes we think that God, this God thing is not working. But can I tell you that sometimes you need to do an assessment on how much time you're really spending with God. And so, but when you begin to amplify when you begin to amplify your prayer life, then your discernment becomes heightened because your sensitivity, now your sensitivity to the voice of God and to his guidance becomes more apparent. But when you're not spending time with God, you're not getting the updates that you need to get to really perform at your best capacity. You're not really getting the updates you need so that your discernment could be sharpened. You're not really getting the updates you need to, for you to really be in a place to hear his instruction or his guidance or his wisdom. And so when we see captivity increase, and this is what I learned by looking at David, I mean, I'm sorry, looking at Daniel. I learned this by looking at Daniel that we can, we can, um, once we spend time in God's presence, even in a place of captivity or oppression or persecution or trial or tribulation, whatever we may be facing, it allows us to be able to still access the favor of God because Daniel was favored by God. But Daniel also spent a lot of time fervently seeking God and fervently spending time in praise and in prayer. My goodness. So. It's so important to amplify our prayer life so that we don't miss the updates that God wants to give us and that we don't miss um, discernment because 
Daniel was able to understand the times that he was in because he spent so much time in God's presence. And sometimes, y'all, we'll miss it. We'll miss it because we're letting too many other voices in and we're not giving God in. And I noticed that's something that that's that's what I wanted to, to say. I almost forgot it is that as we see evil seem to increase all around us, we need to amplify our prayer life. We need to amplify our prayer life. So that we can be able to still stand and walk for Jesus. You know, the Bible says I'm interested. Interesting. It says even some of the elect will be deceived. And so it's so important that when evil seems to rise, that we turn up the notch, that we elevate our prayer life. And that's seemingly what Daniel did, because as he's seen the captivity and the idol worship increase around him, Daniel didn't turn down, you know, turn down for what, right? (laughs) He turned up, he began to amplify his prayer life. And that's what kept him in constant communication with God and kept him um, being in alignment with God so that he can continue to do what God had assigned him to do. And I love it because even in a place called delay, Daniel did not stop seeking after God, even though it seemed like one of his answers were delayed. And sometimes when we think there's a delay, we just stop, right? We just stop. We stop moving forward. We stop uh, having that spirit of expectation and and anticipation of God to do the the thing or to answer the thing, uh, to answer us in our time of need. And we can't stop, y'all. When we see evil increasing, that's time for us. The Bible says the fervent prayer of the righteous, right? The fervent, effectual prayer of the righteous availeth much. And so as we see evil increasing, then we got to continue to press in even the more and pursue after God even the more and amplify our time of devotion and our time uh, of devotion to God. You know, there is no love without devotion. Devotion, when I'm devoted to you, I'm committed to following hard after you. When I'm devoted to you, I spend time with you. And the time that I have with you is sacred and is precious. And so that's why I say times of devotion. We got to get back to not just routine, not just something I cross off my um, list, not just something um, void of, of power. Sometimes we're void of power, let's be honest. If we, we think that there's an absence of power, then we got to go back and check our prayer life and see if we turned up the notch. Sometimes you got to turn up the notch. Sometimes you got to turn up the heat. And so it's time to amplify y'all. Our nation is in disarray. There's division in our churches. It's time to amplify. The Bible said, Jesus said, my house, my house, he went went and turned over those tables and he was angry because they was in there, you know, marketing and, and trading and, 
And, and he said, no, my house needs to be, a, my house shall be a house of prayer. And sometimes, just be honest, it's not the fact that they took prayer out of the school. It's the fact that there's no power and there's no prayer in the home. Because we haven't, we haven't, we haven't really fervently, intentionally, and passionately pursued after God in this arena like we should have. It's our job to pray over our children. It's our job to speak life over our children. It's our job to speak peace into our homes. It's our job to pray and and to intercede for our nation. It's our job as believers, as baptized believers of Jesus. It's our job to intercede. It's our job to bombard the throne of grace. It's our job to come boldly to his throne. It's our job to seek after justice when it says justice. So we, we need justice in our street. It's our job to bombard heaven because we know that our God is sovereign and he's a just God. It's our job, y'all. We got to get back. So it's time, what, to amplify our prayer life. If we're going to get our families back, if we're going to get our communities back, if we're going to, you know, if we're going to uh, really walk in true dominion, if we're going to um, walk in abundance, we got to, we got to, we got to get back to, to the fervent prayer. Not just empty prayers, but really pouring out and spending time. And I'm going to tell y'all, when I start amplifying my prayer life, praying two times a day, and they're not really designated times. It's just been in between. I've been working 10-hour days, and I started feeling like I wasn't having enough time to really spend the time I needed to. And I said, no, 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 no. What are you doing with the time on your breaks? What are you doing with the time um, that you have? What are you doing with it? And I started saying, and it, and it's not about the length of time that you spend in prayer. It's about the sincerity and surrender of your heart in prayer. It's about sincerity. It's not the, about the elegance of your words. God wants you to pray from your heart. And what's on your heart? We carry so much baggage around. When the Bible tells us to cast all our cares upon him, for he cares for us. Instead of casting it, you carrying it. And guess what, y'all? Half the time is too heavy for us, right? And God reminded me when I was going through depression six years ago, he said, you trying to carry it, and I need you to cast it. You've been carrying it. You've been going to church. You've been, you've been serving in Sunday school yeah, you've been doing that and this, but you haven't really been casting it. You've been carrying it and you've been. And he said, my yoke is easy. What my burden is light. And then he began to give me revelation on that. Because I began to study. If anybody know me, I'm kind of a studier. <laughs> and I will go and study out something in a minute or ask a question about it. At least to God, I will. And I'll be like, Lord, what does this mean? And why is that? You know, so I asked a lot of questions and this is how I learned. Uh, <laughs> and I went and I asked when I was in depression, like, how did I get here? You know, what, what got me here? I really wanted to understand 
the root cause of a thing. And so as I begin to pray and then really search the scriptures um, for direction, he was telling me, and I went and studied the yoke and the yoke is what they would put around the animal's necks, the camel's necks so that they couldn't walk in front of the other. They, and then also when they had these camels there, the loads had to be placed on their back and that load needed to be evenly distributed. And so one camel wasn't more burdened than the other. And then I said like the yoke was a wooding. It had two openings and it was made of wood and it connected these two camels at you know, at the neck and they, one camel couldn't walk in front of the other. So they had to walk in unison or the other one would, if one walked in front of the other, the other would have been choked, right? One would have been choked. So they had to, because of this wooden um, object that was around their neck, they had to walk in together. And what it symbolizes is that God wants to walk with us and in unison and partnership with us, that God is he partners in life with us. And so we don't have to try to carry uh, the loads and the burdens of life and the cares of life on our shoulders. That our father will come and he'll lift that burden. He said, my yoke is easy, right? My burden is light. And so a lot of times he wants us to invite him into the situation so he can help us carry so whatever it is, he wants to, and that's when, when we, I want us to think about that because in prayer, we, we're to invite him in. We're to invite him in to the brokenness. We're in to invite him in to the grief. We're to invite him in to the loss, to the disappointment, to the failure, whatever it is, we need to invite him in, invite him into the marriage, invite him into parenthood, invite him in into our businesses. And that's what I, I begin to pray over my business. And cause God had been dealing with me too about like, okay, do you really, where's your expectation for me to do the things that I promised? Like sometimes we're sitting there waiting for God to do it or to help us. But he said, where's your expectation? And sometimes we, we just like giving up on the idea of the possibility of God doing what he promised us. We really haven't said it, but we like looking at it as an impossibility and we're not really, our expectation is sometimes not where it needs to be. And prayer will help you get your expectation back. And, and when you pray and I prayed over my business I just prayed and I thank God for every idea, right? I thank God for the creative ideas, the technology, the tech ideas. And, and then I prayed that God would send the resources and I prayed that God would use me to serve in a greater capacity. And then I pray that God will bless the business that he's given me, the business ideas that he's given me, that he would send me the right people. And when I tell you, when I begin to pray this, the next day, the next day, he began, I began to get new clients. I began to get new referrals. And I'm just telling you that prayer 
works. When we begin to invite God into all the crevices of our life, he wants to be a part of every aspect of our life. And we need to invite him into politics. Why? Because he's the giver of law. My goodness. And so when we invite him in, we give him, he's already, he can just come down and just intercede. But when something about when you're invited, it's something about how you come, you're more excited when you're invited to the party and then when you don't get the invitation. I mean, come on. There's <laughs> something about being invited. And we've been invited, y'all. To come and sit at his feet. We've been, we've been invited. The veil has been ripped and we've been invited into his presence, right? And so God wants to commune with us and us with him. God wants to open our eyes and our understanding. God wants to do it, but are you willing to amplify your prayer life and not just get into a place of um, just the, the mundane, but really seek him fervently? Because when we seek him, it shall be done on earth as it is in heaven. My goodness. (laughs) Y'all, I get happy and excited about this. So it's time to amplify, y'all. So I hope you guys have been encouraged. Join us next episode. And you don't want to miss this series, Amplify. But today we're talking about amplifying your prayer life. Come on, guys. Let's turn it up a notch. Come on, let's make time and invite God into every aspect of our life. All right, guys, this is your host again, Debbie Harris with In Hot Pursuit, where we strive to bring you, we strive to bring you biblical truth and introspection and stir your heart, what? To hunger after God. Be blessed.